Creighton guard Francisco Farabello joining us here on the Let It Fly show. What's your most memorable basketball moment for you? Like me playing or yeah, you playing? Uh, I don't, that's a good question. I've never been asked that. Uh, I mean, like this past week and making it to six sixteen, I think yeah. it is it, up there. It's like, be. I respect that. Like here in America, like sometimes and, and especially internationally, people don't get how hard it is. Yeah. You're like, right. They have no idea how hard it is. First of all, to make the tournament, right? Yeah. Out of the yeah. uh, the other day, I was seeing there are 358 teams eligible for yeah. the NCAA. Team. That's right. So first of all, making it to the March Madness is already like a successful thing. Yeah. yeah. But then winning two games and making it to the top 16, like yeah. that, I feel yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's up there. It has to be. Yeah. Up there. And then you think about all the practices. Yeah. And oh man, the two a days. Yeah. Like I feel you all on that. All the, yeah. the lifts and like yeah. Rushing after class and going straight to practice yeah. and then study hall and then getting on the plane. Yeah. It just it makes it worth it. All right, welcome to the Let It Fly show, the Sweet 16 edition. I am Michael Severe. He is Josh Jones, of course, of Creighton and Central High School. My uh, my kid finally drove his first day to how, school. How was that, bro? It was good. He found his parking. He first got lost. He ended up in the teacher's parking lot, which you can't be in there. Yeah, I know. And he got out of there and sent me a picture. Can I park here? I'm like, that's fine. Park there. So he, he accomplished a major milestone of driving to school. How, how old is he again? He's 17 years old. Okay. He's a junior, yep. so he can't park yet in the senior parking lot. Yeah, so, so you got to park on the street. My question is, what's his yeah. cur- what's his curfew, bro? Don't uh, be, don't be a hater, man. So he works. Oh, okay. And the latest he can work at High V is eleven. Word, because they close. Okay, so that's essentially his curfew. Yeah, but for sure. He went. He went to um, what do you call a homecoming dance? Right, with the homecoming right. dance. And he <laughs> called me. It was like eleven thirty, and I was like, "That's cool." He's with his friends, and I said, "He's like, we're taking the bus home." And I was like. I, right. I yeah. grew up taking a bus when I was like 10, 11. So or, I'm like, you're or, good. Yeah. They took the bus, they got home, they got in. That was cool. Yeah. You know, that's I, what's up, man. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. You know, you, do, hey, do we put the seat back or he like, uh, he rides, what is it, 10 he, to 2? Well, it depends. If uh, he is in his car, which yeah. is my wife's old car, Word. which years ago he wrote mom on it with yeah. a rock. Which she left it there, so now he drives a car that says mom, mom with a rock yeah, on it. Right. Uh, if he's driving that, <laughs> he's, but when he's in the minivan, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing in a minute, right, man? That's Stop what's up, that. Man. Yeah, uh, we yeah, have a yeah, good yeah. show for you, of course. Yep. Uh, we'll preview. It's we'll tournament talk. time, yeah, it's man. Tur- it's crazy, man. It's, it's fun. Your bracket was busted the first week. Creighton, I already know. So I have Creighton at this spot, <laughs> yeah. but I have them losing to Arizona here. I can respect at that. Isn't that right? Yeah. No, no, no. I can respect that. Who is it? Yeah, it's Arizona. I have them losing Arizona at this spot, <laughs> win the first two, losing. Creighton is on the verge. Yeah. Obviously, if they beat Princeton, right. that would be the biggest win in program history. Right. And when I say that, people are like, well, yeah, I guess. No, no. It, it would be the yeah. biggest win in Creighton history. For sure. It's the biggest win yeah. in Nebraska basketball history. Wow. Because remember, Nebraska basketball has never won a game in the tournament. True. Creighton has gotten to the Sweet 16, but obviously never gotten to the Elite Eight unless you count back in the 40s when you yeah. only had eight teams. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you no start, so you started off there, you know. Yeah, right. Um, but, yeah, this, this, this is everything. And they, they, they played we, – we talked earlier yeah. in the year uh, when they were going through some struggles yep. that you have to be able to win in multiple ways. Right. The NC State game was about as opposite yep. of the Baylor game as possible. Yeah, I know. And they won both. Yeah, to me um, – I just think about the whole year, and I think about this time right yeah. now. But in thinking about the bracket, like, honestly, 
Anybody can win this thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and as yeah. I think about Creighton coming up to this matchup against Princeton, mm-hmm. it's like, are they really a Cinderella team or nobody really just watched them? They did. They The first round game yeah. was great. Yeah. The second round game, they won, like, definitively. Like, they beat okay, the hell out of Missouri. Okay. They like, beat They're really Missouri. that good. Mm-hmm. But is it a bad matchup or yeah. is it really a Cinderella deal? I mean, I get the connotation of yeah, Cinderella. Yeah, because they're 15. But, yeah. like – I don't think that it's going to happen with Creighton like that. Creighton going – I think Creighton going to steamroll them, be real. We'll go over Princeton and what they did. Yeah. I'll give you this. The best team uh-huh. they played all year was Iona. Oof. Okay, and Iona was a pretty good team. They're top eight yeah. team. Right. Uh, and they lost that game by eight. Yeah. But they did lead at halftime. Uh-huh. So they're not a bad ball club. Right. Right? Hey, they beat the team that Creighton lost to. Exactly. You know? Ari- yeah, you, I think about stuff like Creighton that. Creighton played Arizona in the 80s. Yeah, right. They played Arizona in the 50s, yeah. and they won. Man. So that shows you how you got to play a team like Arizona, how you can play a team like Princeton. Well, we'll get later in the show after we interview Francisco Ferrabello. Yeah. We'll get into Princeton and kind of TCU, break that down. TCU, former uh, TCU player. That's right. Three nah, years Blue at Jay. TCU. Yeah, for sure. That dude, just looking at his, his history. So Argentin- Argentina, right? Yep, yep. Was a kid in Italy. Yep. Uh, play has played in Greece. He's played in Canada. He's played in Spain. Man. He's played in the Bahamas. He's played yeah. everywhere. He got the DNA of a professional basketball player, bro. He's he, not afraid of anything. No, nah, not nah, afraid. Not of, he's seen everything. Uh, about uh, TCU, yeah. I actually one of my friends is J- Jerome Cole. His son Jarek. Mm-hmm. They actually used to live in Omaha. Mm-hmm. Now he plays for TCU. Oh, nice! Right now, he actually hit, he hit the floater to go ahead to win, and then they just lost. Oh, so. yeah, that, that that game I had them in my Sweet Sixteen. Man, I mean, excuse me, I had them in my Final Four. That was my yeah. sleeper team, and when they lost that game, I was like, I'm not even look at the bracket. Well, you that. know, I got Creighton going further than this round. So, so you do you you have them at the bracket going to test this? I, I have Creighton going to the Final Four. Okay, hey, would that have been crazy if we were talking about it going back to October? Uh, if we're having the conversation no, in really. October, yeah. when people are saying they're a top seven team, right. if I said to you, well, with the right bracket, right. obviously they could get to the final four. I got, I got three brackets. One okay. bracket is my son's. Okay. You know, I always mm-hmm. put them in bracket challenges so I can really have two brackets. Okay, yeah, I, get it, I get it. I get it. Uh, another bracket is like my bias bracket. Okay. And then my other bracket is kind of like, it's the unbiased bracket, but... When it come to Creighton, like, yeah. you know, I, I always, like, it's hard not to rock with the home team. I played, you well, know. I understand, so, I understand. It's hard to know? pick against. I know, I yeah. know guys who went to the University of Nebraska yeah. who I've done shows with that refuse to pick anybody but Nebraska. Nebraska could be playing Ohio State and be a 40-point underdog, yeah. and they pick Nebraska. Yeah. Because, they, you know, you went to school. I'm kind of like one of them guys. Yeah, that's, you know? that's fine. But I do know, and, yeah. I, you know, we were kind of talking about it. I do know that, like, you know, with every, with any type of success, mm-hmm. Creighton's doing good. There are a lot of people who don't want Creighton to win. Oh man, you know, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a, yeah. it's a red state, and that's okay in a couple of different yeah. ways. Yeah, it's a red state. Yeah, and I understand that. Yeah, that's just right. the way it works. I've, yeah. I've lived. Look, I'm, I a live, J- I'm a Jasker. And and you can be look. They don't have a football team. Yeah. So what football team are you cheering for for Creighton? They haven't played <laughs> football since like 1916 or whatever. Yeah. Right. So, but like I knew, I grew up in Louisiana right. where most people were LSU fans. Right. But there were a smattering of Tulane fans uh-huh. because either people went to school there right. or the Tulane basketball team was really good for a long time. Yeah. And so they cheered for Tulane's basketball team. That for happens, sure. but the majority, it's a purple state. Yeah. Just like this is a red state. Right. But at this point, with Creighton playing the way they are, yeah. with the opportunity to play a 15 seed. And again, we'll talk about Princeton and what they do well. But talk about feeding things. strawberries, bro. You're but sick. I'm not trying to overlook, like you know, I'm got to put some respect yeah. on Princeton name. I know. know, and look, I play. <laughs> I'm I not have, trying to overlook. I have Bama winning it all, uh-huh. and Creighton could be playing Bama. 
Because, yeah. I mean, they're playing a San Diego State team that's played much yeah. better than I thought. It, yeah, I'm one of they those guys, too. Me. Like, I can accept defeat when you lose to people that you're supposed to lose to okay. on paper. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. feel me? So No, I understand. Yeah, you know. I, I mentioned to you that it was a couple different kind of games, right? Yeah. You play NC State. You don't shoot well. Yep. You're like 3 or 20 or whatever from 3. Yep. Um, but I believe you share the pill. Yeah. Right? You're usually going to have the team that has the better will. Yeah. They made 29 shots. Creighton did. Uh, 15 assists. Man, I'm if a- you have over 50% yeah. of your buckets are off assists, yeah. that's some good playing. It's one of those not things, shooting well. I'm at the point now where I'm hearing people say, man, if Creighton shoot well, nobody can beat them. Well, they shoot like they shot against Baylor. Yeah. And play. The, the, well, that's a little, you know. Well, I mean, they like, shot. That's, that's different. They shot I'm well. talking about on a regular, like, yeah. playing, like, I guess if you want to say playing Creighton basketball. Yeah. The let it fly mentality. Right. You know, pun intended. You right, know? sure. Yeah. But well, what you got to look at, though, is, yeah. is the way they play defense. Right. They play defense. So, NC State really only had one go-to guy, right? Right. And he got some. He got his buckets. Yeah. But. They held him to 37% yeah. from the floor. They held him to like 19% from three. Yeah. Um, they were forcing NC State to do all kinds of things they don't normally do. Right. And then they get to Baylor, yeah. and they kind of did the same thing. Baylor was out of their game, I'd say probably five minutes left in the first half. Right. I thought they looked like they were kind of out of it. Yeah, me too. I agree. And I think it's— uh, Because of Creighton. Yeah, I was about to say, I yeah. think it's just due to like how, like how Creighton runs and guns. Yeah. And they can keep that constant pace up no matter if they're on or off. Mm-hmm. Like, Baylor didn't—like, they just couldn't keep up with that. Yeah, you know? and they also—and this give credit to Mac for this— yeah. is that he was kind of getting a rotation going yeah. in that first half. So he was right. resting guys. Right. Farabello ended up having 21 minutes. The Man. guy we'll talk to a little bit later here. Big so time. So he was using the bench, right. getting Cockburner some rest. Right. He got that second foul, getting some rest. Um, and, you know, he just took care of them. Yeah. So when the game came down to the end, yep. you could see Baylor kind of winded. Yeah. And remember, these are guys who played on a national championship team. Right. And Creighton was, for the most part, up anywhere from 9 to 15 yes. for like 20 minutes. So is it fair to say that Creighton is who they were supposed to be? I'm trying to say it in a funny way, but it's Creighton, that team in the preseason. Well, say it like Dennis Green. They are who we thought they are. There you go. No, no, yeah. really. Yeah, I, they are yeah. what they, I Creighton. think we looked at before the season and yeah. said – with the chances of them maybe being able to go nine deep, right? We talked about nine deep. Right. Going nine deep, having the chance to be able to have some legitimate, four legitimate shooters. Yeah. Yep. Brenner being one of the best defensive players in the league He's and in like the country. A maker, man. And a guy who shot, what do you, 11 of four. Like if you're 11 of 14, right. You're having a really good game. Yeah. He also had seven boards and three blocks against NC State, and he made them look bad against the rim, at the rim. Yeah. So, we all that together, yeah, I think we all thought that they could be this team. Yeah, to me, the way I see it, man, is every game that I've ever critiqued Creighton mm-hmm. is only been Creighton critiques. Sure. It's like Creighton only was losing games. Oh, because of themselves. That's it, man. Okay. I see that. I don't, I like I didn't see it no yeah, other way the whole yeah. time. It was that's no why one my, them. Yeah, mm. that's why my accountability has always been on man that bench got to step up yeah. or like man, what's up with Trey? Like he's been super consistent. I can't sure. that's a bad example, but like it, the accountability for me, and I think we, to be real, mm-hmm. has always been just thinking about what Creighton could have did or didn't do. Yeah. Like, that's why I think, like, this that year. Well, they shot so well in the Baylor game, it didn't matter that they had, I think they had nine turnovers they had in the nine. first half. Yeah, and, and Mac, Mac is a turnover. Like, he looked at turnovers before anything. Yeah, so nine turnovers in the first half. Right. And still had a lead at halftime. 
and really fixed it at halftime. Exactly. Because total, they only ended up having 13 turnovers. Exactly. And Baylor only had 14 points off the turnovers. Man. So that shows you that even when they turned the ball over, they played that's, well defensively. That's, that, that's good coaching, like, man. Like Farabello had a turnover um, like about the 10-minute mark yep. where coach kind of looked at him, pulled him out of the game, yep. talked to him a little bit, put him back in the game. Yep. Six-minute or so mark, Farabello's on the break, and – he could have pulled it out because that's yeah. what he got in trouble for earlier. Yeah. He said, no, he shot it. Yeah. Made the big shot, kind of put the game out of range there yeah. with Nimhart coming right behind him and hitting three two. When I, when he, I, yeah, when I seen that shot, yeah. I thought about myself against Northwestern. We was trying to like, you know, it's like time and score. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you really shouldn't shoot it, you should, yeah. but I shot that thing, man. Coach Mack was pissed. <laughs> but I made it. It is what it is. That's, that's, you know? that's that, you know, you've, you've been at that's games that, before. No, 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 where no. everybody's yeah. like, oh, oh, yeah, everybody feels better about it. They cleaned, yeah, up, they cleaned right. up the turnovers, uh, 11 of 24 from three. Yeah. And I, I've always been this guy, and this is, this is not the guy to be, but I am. You should never miss free throws. Like, Facts, like yeah. I, I was, this is, now this is really silly, but I was a ninth grade ball, okay? Yeah. I'm playing ninth grade basketball. And I get elbowed in the, in the nose. Dang. And I'm. I'm like seeing stars. You know, oh, you know your eyes are watering. I know what you mean. Ooh, you got elbow watering, elbow. right? Yeah. And the coach said to me, he's like, "You want to come out?" Yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna shoot my free throws. Yeah. And I hit the two free throws. Yeah. Went back to the bench. I remember nothing else about the game. But you made them two free. I throws. made free. I believe you should be able to make free throws. They went 22 yeah, sure. of 22. Man, they were Nick Bala, like the greatest free throw shooter in the history of Nebraska <laughs> high school basketball. Yeah, I think Nick, 68 in a row or something Nick crazy Bob, like that. Man. But yeah, so he they hit 22 of 22. Yeah, and you can't ask much for much nah, more than where really. they played. Yeah, so. I can't wait to see like how because I feel like Princeton is trying to be a high. Princeton is always going to be Princeton. Sure. Oh yeah. But like they're trying to do a hybrid type offense of the style that they normally play. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just personally don't see Princeton getting Creighton off their game to play their style of basketball. Well, if they turn the ball over the way they did against Baylor, Princeton, I bet, will be more efficient scoring. They will. Because if Creighton turns it over, they're going to slow it down a half court. They're going to grind you until they score. Here's the thing is, they haven't played their best game. That's true. Princeton's best player, uh, the big man, the 6'8 kid, he's played well in one game Mm -hmm. but didn't play great. Their freshman, they have a freshman who is like, He's the Ivy League freshman of the year. Yeah. Um, he's played okay, not right. great. So they actually could play better. Yeah. But I agree with you because – so the problem that they're going to have is if Creighton plays the offense the way they want it, right. getting the ball to Cockbrenner and then getting it out. So inside, yeah, outside. Inside out. If they play that way, For sure. there's nothing Princeton can do At all. Them. There's nothing. At all. Now on the other end, obviously, Creighton's going to have to – Yeah, you know. yeah. if you take them running gun threes, I feel like uh, before you go inside out, mm-hmm. they actually got a chance to – control the tempo of the game and make oh, yeah. you play their style of play. Yeah. I, you know? I, I trust them that they're going to have good tape work. Yep. Um, Coach Miller on defense and Coach Mack putting together offense and all the rest of those guys. Oh, and congratulations to um, Western Kentucky. Oh, Coach yeah. So Lutz, Steve Lutz. Lutz that's my guy. Congratulations yeah. to him. Coach Lutz. And so, yeah, you know, that's my guy. I'm sure they'll be in the tape room yeah. figuring out what Princeton right. does, how to stop Princeton. Um, but it's – they couldn't have asked for more. Yeah. They could not ask for more. You go on yeah. the Sweet 16 playing a 15 seed. Man. And it's a 15 seed who you know what they're going to do. And knowing Coach Mack, like, he's he's making sure nobody thinks that in that locker room. Oh, he can't. You can't think you that. Know? Right? They were, now, they are they were a 10-point favorite. Right. And as of when I looked before I left Probably here. Probably like nine. Nine something. and a half. They yeah. were a nine and a half point favorite. The right. total is about 140. Man. So, if you think of it that way, so if you got 140, yeah. right, and Creighton's a 10-point favorite, they're anticipating, you know, 80 to 
60, something like that. Exactly. So, I mean, they're, yeah. Vegas is saying that they right. believe that Creighton's the better team, but yeah. it's, product, it's a product of them being a 15 seed. It's a yeah. product of them being an Ivy League team. You know why I don't trust Vegas all right now? Because hmm. my b- bracket has been busted since <laughs> it started it. Everybody well, is losing. But look at the teams that have lost, right? Yeah. So Purdue has got a reputation <laughs> Word. for yeah. doing this now. Yep. Uh, Kansas obviously won the national championship last year. I should Virginia. But they've had years before. Yeah. And Virginia's got a reputation. Right. So you had, this is crazy. So yeah, Virginia obviously was the first team to lose to yep. a number a 16 seed yep. in UMBC. Your second team to ever do it loses to Fairleigh Dickinson. Yep. One man was at both games. Kevin Kugler, working mm-hmm. for Westwood One, called the upset. Yeah. When University of Missouri or Maryland, Boston College, whatever, yeah. when they were <laughs> Baltimore County, when they won, he called that. Man. And then he was there calling the game with Fairleigh Dickinson yeah. leading up on Purdue. And Philly Dickinson. The shortest team in college basketball yeah. going against a team with Zach Eady. It's just the whole thing man. is crazy, man. It, it's the whole one, thing is like, crazy. I look at my bracket, yeah. and I'm like, I guess, I'm one of those dudes where yeah. I'm not a sore loser, but I just yeah. be hoping people just lose. Well, I look, like, I look for <laughs> – I'm one of those people. I my, try to pick my, my bracket busted. Yeah, yeah I'm not upsets. an upset guy. So I, I like, like, I had, yeah. In my Final Four, I had TCU. I had Texas, who still got a shot to be there. I took a run with a team from the Big East, but it was Marquette, not Creighton. And then Alabama to win it all. I don't want to talk about my Final Four. Yeah, well, yeah. We, well, we we'll take a break. We come back. We'll talk to Creighton guard, and you really could say, out of everybody against Baylor, the guy who gave them points that they didn't expect. So sure. Francisco Farabello join us next here on the Let It Fly Show. All right, we're joined now by Creighton guard Francisco Farabello joining us here on the Let It Fly Show. Thanks for taking the time. We appreciate it. Yeah, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you for for having me. Yeah, so Argentina. But by way of Italy, is that right? You like were little in Italy, and uh, then when did you get to Argentina? How's that work? So born in Argentina. Okay. Uh, all, all what I'm about to explain is because of my dad. My dad played 25 years yeah. professionally. Right. Uh, born in Argentina. When I was two, we moved four years in Italy in one city. No, before that, actually, we, we lived six months in Brazil. Oh, nice. And then we go four years in Italy, one year in Spain, another six in Italy. Wow. We go back to Argentina. Dang. My dad retires. Uh, and then by the age of 16, moved to Australia. Oh, wow. <laughs> Australia, TCU, TCU, yeah. Creighton. Do you speak any Portuguese? No, but like it's pretty similar to Spanish. To Spanish. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you like, speak Italian? I speak Italian. Spanish and, Spanish and English. English, right. Yeah. That's crazy, man. So what, what is your like, um, like, so your first language ain't is not English, right? No, like. I grew up with my first language being Italian. Yeah. But now I haven't spoken in the last, I don't know. So you're rusty on it? Yeah. Like, there is this soccer player at uh, Creighton that he plays soccer. Yeah. And, like, I tried to speak with him, and it, it, the English just comes out. So, <laughs> like, I've, been, I've been struggling. But, like, right now, Spanish, I'll say my first, and English is right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah walk us through the scene in the locker room after beating Baylor. What was that like? Oh, my God. I mean, it was it was amazing, you know. Uh like uh, I said, even the day the day before uh, our last practice, I was like, we, "You guys were so close last year to make it to the Sweet 16." I was at TCU, we lost to Arizona in the second round. That was a good game, well. by the way. Yeah, yeah. We lo- we lost in overtime to Arizona right there. Like, like come on, like let's let's do it. And uh, I mean, it, it, like that's when you realize that all the work that you put in is worth it. You know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, just enjoying it with your brothers and 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 the rest of the stuff. It was it was a, it was incredible. 
Yeah, I know, like, we definitely got to be on a Creighton tip, you know. You know, um, got a game coming up Friday against Princeton, but kind of talk about TCU a little bit. Your experience and time there or whatever. and um, Three years there? Three years. Okay. Yeah, like what was it like for you there? Matter of fact, I was just telling Michael uh, a bit earlier, so TCU has a player now, Jared Coles. They actually were in Omaha as a family, yeah. and I was friends with his dad. Okay. And so we keep contact. So, you know, I kind of be pulling for TCU just because of my personal yeah. relationship, man. Yeah. And then I had a coach who also played for TCU named Mike Jones back in okay. the day. Mm. But, like, uh, for you now, like, what was it like at TCU for you, you know? Like, how was your experience there? I mean, it, it, it was it was great. Yeah. I got nothing but love for, for TCU. Like, great school. Um, and, like, the – and Coach Miller was there. Yeah, Coach mm-hmm. Ryan Miller was the the actual guy that 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 brought me to TCU for sure. Uh, I mean, I, I it was great. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it was my first first time living in America, and and and, I, and Fort Worth is is a really nice city. It's oh, really yeah. close it to is. Dallas. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, I loved it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the last season, I was like, I need to, I need something different. And Coach Miller was the first one to to contact me. So I was mm-hmm. like, Yeah, man, let's do it. Yeah. Besides the weather. What was the biggest difference between the two schools? And I don't mean basketball wise, but like the schools. What's the biggest difference between TCU uh, and Creighton? They, like they pretty similar. Like I, they both small schools, private like, institutions. Yeah, private yeah. institutions. They have a football team. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that, that makes it a little different. But shout out to Max Duggan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like uh, I, I think they're pretty similar. You know. Yeah, for sure. What, uh, what, mm. what do you like about? What have you loved about Omaha? And kind of talk about your Creighton experience here before we even talk to the point we're at today. Okay, so Omaha. I mean, I I love that everybody is around Creighton basketball. For that, sure, I think it makes it so special. You know, yeah, like, that everybody just loves. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, like there is there's no NBA teams close. No, like NFL. Uh, I mean, Nebraska football is probably the closest thing, but right. Basketball wise is is unbelievable. Like playing in front of seventeen thousand, eighteen thousand every yep. every game. It's mm-hmm. it's something that I never experienced before, and I don't know if I'm going to experience it after Creighton too. Man, yeah. So I'm, I'm taking full advantage of it. Man, that's real. What would you say? Um, like, where were you when you first started playing organized basketball? We were talking about that travel you were doing with your dad, but when did you first start playing? You know, little league basketball. I mean, so overseas, especially in Argentina, we play in clubs. Yeah, you know. At the ages uh, of like six, seven, eight, or how? Old? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you just yeah. Like there is no really like you don't play for schools. You play more for clubs. Okay. Mm. Uh, but it starts being competitive by when you are under thirteen. So I would say that's that's probably when the it, like the age that you that I personally started like actually caring about winning and mm. right. And all that stuff. So, so before that, you were just lose and wouldn't care. No, <laughs> I'm just playing, bro. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I always been like since I was little, like super competitive. For sure. Like I will, like I will play against my sisters. Or what I had two sisters. I played oh, okay. It, playing playing against them at whatever the games, that, and I always wanted to win. But I mean, basketball wise, I always tried to have fun, you know, yeah. out there on the court. But mm-hmm. then. When I got to that, those competitions, like, as I said, like, <laughs> under 13 and, like, 11, 12 years old. Yeah. Man. Yeah, for uh, sure. I just I just wanted to win everything. I wanted to be the mm. best. And, and Yeah. Yeah. Who were some of your, uh, like, inspirations on the NBA level growing up? Okay. Tell me it's Mano Ginobili. And even now. Come on. It's got to be Mano, no, right? Kobe Bryant, bro. Kobe Bryant. Okay. Michael Jordan. <laughs> okay, I'm... 
The GOAT debate I'm I'm a big MJ fan Come on, I know man. you are I know you are Come I know on, you are I know you are Let's just cut this podcast <laughs> right now yeah. I'm a big MJ Me too I, I don't yeah. think there's anybody like him And there's it's never gonna be right? It's not yeah, That's not uh, even an call. opinion yeah. It's a, a fact <laughs> Yeah um, Growing up I really really liked uh, Ricky Rubio Ricky oh, okay. Rubio uh, Yeah the Timberwolves He's on the same age as, he was fun. as me Yeah fun to watch Timberwolves Ricky Rubio Yeah Unbelievable man Man I mean yeah, uh, he kind of inspired you and like to model your game after him a bit. Yeah, like uh, like before before coming to college and like even my freshman year at TCU, I was like really uh, like running the point, you For know, sure. like floor general, and then kind of developed this shooting ability. Yeah, that it came like my sophomore and, and junior year. Uh, so yeah, so I kind of moved to the two spot, but like I I I really like like nice pointers that can pass. Like yeah. my my dad was. A, was a great point guard. He was pretty tall. For, he's 6'5". Man. He was a point guard. That's Yeah, right. And he was a big fan Especially of Magic. Especially like back then. Yeah. Right. He was a big fan of Magic Johnson. So Yeah, like, for sure. Like passing ability, it was, yeah. it was one of his favorite things. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's tight. That's pretty cool. I want to go back to the Baylor game. So there's about 11 minutes to go or so. You're trying to figure out. You take a quick shot. You kill some clock. You had a, a turnover. You went to the bench. And you came back in, though, and you're kind of in the same situation, and you take the shot. Were there thoughts in your mind about pulling it out on a break, or did you like, I'm shooting this? Because uh, you'd already gotten kind of, you got pulled for like, you know, a little yeah, turnover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and, Co- and Coach Matt made me remember, too. I bet, I bet. Uh, I mean, I, as soon as I got the ball, I said it's going up. You're shooting Man, it. There you go. Yeah, I'm with it, you, bro. I said it's yeah. going up. I mean, Co- Coach Mack and like, and even, even the rest of the coaching staff, like, they were like, do not even think about stop shooting the ball nice. right. and even more after making my first two like yeah. they were like you gotta keep shooting you gotta keep shooting so as soon as I saw R crossing half court and just yeah. passing it to me I said like it's good I'm not pulling this yeah, out I'm right. shooting it so yeah I mean I just let it go and, and it went in so and it, it was pretty fun yeah, yeah and then Ryan next time down yeah. he has the corner one yeah out. like we gotta steal whatever I end up with the ball yeah and like I see, he's wide open. open yeah, and I just it was lit. It. Yeah, yeah and he was not it. pulling out either. <laughs> no, no, he was not slowing down. No. So how has like the fandom been? I mean, like to go this far, just the 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 Creighton fans and how well they travel. Like, have has that hit you yet? Have you thought about like, I man, would, we're we're in Denver. It's deep. We're in New York. It's deep. No, in Vegas. Yeah, deep. Uh, yep. Like even even Maui, like we went to Maui and there was there was Creighton fans that didn't even have tickets for for the actual games oh, and wow. they were just like there in the hotel with us like so, yeah like I went when they when they first told me that yeah like Creighton people travels like I didn't even realize like like yeah. how big of a thing it yeah. is and it's it's been unbelievable like, yeah I think they're they're a big like a big part of who we are and 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 yeah like even through some rough moments they are there and. Yeah, I, I I love it. Yeah, last couple minutes of any game feels like it lasts a half an hour, but the game against Baylor felt like an hour. The last few minutes, what Man. was it like for you guys? I mean, you got the lead. They're doing reviews. You got stoppages. What what was that last yeah, like, bit like? I I was like, let's just get over with. <laughs> yeah, man. like I just want to go to the locker room and celebrate, and then. I don't know. Like I kept, I kept saying and thinking, like this is so unnecessary. It like, is. The, like the, it, yeah. the Baylor's travel, like that they call with like thirty nine seconds to go. I'm like, Word. there is no need. Like yeah. nobody was gonna complain about, right? right. Like to the right. ref if they call right. it or not. I mean, it's it is what it is. Part of the game too. So yeah, so you gotta, yeah, for sure. You gotta handle it the right way. How are you feeling physically? Because it looked like Baylor was pretty physical, running through screens, banging yeah. you guys around. What? How you feel physically? 
No, I mean, we knew they were, they were going to come at us. And, and, I mean, I played three years in the Big 12, so yeah. I, I know they're – That's a it's, physical it's a conference, very, yeah, bro. It's a super, super physical. So, yeah. I mean, we, we feel fine. Uh, I think I think the, the uh, like, game plan was to run. I don't think anybody in the Big 12 runs like the way we do. So They plot a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And I, didn't, I, I don't think they expected to be, like, that that tempo for, for right. them. Right. Y'all tempo is on a different level. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think Prince is going to see that too. Yeah, I, don't, I know they don't see yeah, it. I mean, they're going to try to slow. They're going to try. They're going to try. But I mean, that's what we do. We run and exactly. It's like in your DNA. It's like y'all don't know how to run. Yeah. Even when you're trying to slow it down, you end up running. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Kind of talking about Princeton though. Um, um, you know, March Madness is all about a little bit of luck, a little bit of camaraderie, and playing at your best. Mm-hmm. You know. So, with that being said, uh, kind of thinking about uh, Princeton, how hard is it not to look past them knowing that they are 15, potentially 15. a 15 Cinderella mm-hmm. type team? Yeah, I mean, that's when the, the mind games come in, you know. Uh, mm. you, you, like, we, we playing against a 15 seed, and you already start thinking – you don't want to, but it, it happens. It's, I think yeah. it's some like natural thing about like, oh, like what what the result of Alabama and San Diego State is gonna be, and mm-hmm. like yeah. if we win that one, we go to the Final Four. But then you gotta start like pushing yourself back and say like, listen, this guy beat number two Arizona, yeah. right, and number seven Missouri, yeah, and like it's not it's not an easy thing to do, and they did it back to back, right. So that's that's one thing that at least to me it just makes me think like, all right, like they got they for sure got some dudes and and. You know, like yeah, they gotta from, be as good at some point. Yeah, yeah. Like, I What's mean, up? they from what we've seen on t- on on on, f- on film, they they super solid, they are super disciplined. So like, we gotta be ready. It's not every team, but the majority of teams, you can guess who the leading scorer is gonna be at the end of a game. Yeah, Cockburner get thirty one, and you had R two get thirty, which yeah. was the first time since like yeah, the nineties. Yeah, yeah, two, uh, two the different 90s. leading scorers in yeah, the thirties sure. yep. in a tournament. But you see, have Trey has games like that. Obviously, what's it like the, the versatility of the ability you guys to score? Anybody can get thirty. Yeah, I mean, we we knew our our starting five has an amazing offensive talent. So that kind of gives you like a little okay, like some someone is gonna go Some, off tonight. Yeah, you know? right, right, so, right. Some, one, at least one. Yeah, yeah someone's so. gonna someone's <laughs> gonna get it going. But yeah. I mean, yeah, like. Like we were talking about it before, uh, I was saying like when we share the ball, we pass the ball, we make shots. Like it's it, it gets pretty fun out there. Yeah, it's fun to watch <laughs> yeah. too, bro. It's I was telling him the game against NC State, you made twenty nine buckets, fifteen of them were off assists. Yeah, I mean you just don't see that a lot where it's over fifty percent of the assist yeah. buckets. No, when the ball moves, I think we we really really hard to stop. Mm-hmm. So you're a senior. Do you have ability to have another year? I have, of COVID? I have right. one more. Right, right. Yeah. right. I was about to say, you're going to play that year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you didn't walk in senior day. Yeah. Yeah. No, so kind of talk about Baylor Shireman. This is last year, man. Um, um, what, what does it mean to you to have him as a teammate? And what do you think you'll miss about him aside from basketball? You know, the more we yeah. talk to you guys, the more we y'all y'all all talk about each other. It's like a brotherhood, man. Yeah, like, yeah. like you know, I, I'm sitting here thinking about it. Like, it can be over like that. Yeah. You know, so kind of like about him. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you guys can see it on the court. Like, he's an amazing player. Like, I didn't, I didn't, re- to be honest, I didn't really know him uh, until he committed to Creighton. Word. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I mean, as soon as I, I like the first practice, you can tell like the dude, the dude is a baller. Yeah, oh, yeah. the dude is a baller. Um, but I mean, off the court, like the, he's my roommate. Oh, okay. He's my roommate. All we, right. I didn't we, know that. And we kind of have like the same schedule. So out of the twenty four hours of the day, we're probably together like at least fifteen. Dang. So uh, yeah, I mean, super close. Like we came in as a like the, we're the only two transfers, so we're in the same situation. And we were living together. So mm. as soon as I got on campus, like he he like we we got really really close. So th- and yeah, like as you said, like it can be done like that. And so I'm just trying to enjoy my time with him. You know. Yeah, man. You, you've lived and played. In some of the greatest food places in the world, I know. How's so, Omaha food wise? It's it's okay. I'm not I'm not really a person. So, oh, that you're goes, not a foodie then? No, ah. I, I mean, I like got I like it. I like to eat and I like food, but yeah. I'm not really a guy that goes out and explores and sit down to restaurants. Oh, okay, so, all right. I'm not. Uh-huh. I what, should. What do, you like? what do you like to eat? Man, he out here living his life like a college kid, bro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I live, I lived in Italy. Yeah, and pizza, pizza, still like pizza, it. still pie. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah, is you have a favorite place here? In no, I, no. I, as I said, like I, he, I, bro, I, he, you like Sicilian though. Like man, that style? his mind is yeah. Princeton. Okay, like, I understand. <laughs> I really don't even eat. To be honest, <laughs> Matt got to call he, me and he, tell he me eats, to eat. he eats basketball. You had a chance yeah. to, to look at a little bit of Princeton. What have you guys seen so far? I know it's still early. Yeah, I mean, super solid team. They shoot a lot of threes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. They shot twenty five against Arizona. And they shot yeah. thirty three against Missouri. Yeah. So now, now letting him shoot is going to probably be one of our goals. And uh, yeah, I mean, super solid defensively. They they're more physical and athletic than what they look. So. Yes. Yeah. I just said before, we just gotta be ready. Yeah, how is this for your parents, your your sisters, your family? Like, uh, so uh, talking about my family, my I saw my mom and my two sisters came to New York. Where, oh, nice for, for the biggest tournament. Yeah, I didn't before that tournament. I haven't seen my older sister for four years, so it was wow. The first time. And then for all of them, did you cry? No, I didn't. <laughs> she, got a little, she got a little emotional. Got a little I, I did. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm a but, man I now. mean, the thing is, with the right, like nowadays with like FaceTime and stuff. Oh, like, sure. Right. So y'all yeah. talk, but yeah. you ain't physically no, seen her. Exactly. That's Four heavy though, man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was the first time that my like my family, at least my mom and my two sisters, got to see me playing live in college. Mm. And oh, I'm wow. a senior. So it was yeah. it was pretty special. And, it's, and even more in New York at the Madison, which is like a completely. That's incredible. Yeah. What What's some of your like, what's your most memorable Aside from the NCAA tournament, what's your most memorable basketball moment for you? Like me playing or yeah. you playing? Uh, I don't, that's a good question. I've never been asked that. Uh, I mean, like this past week, making it to the six sixteen, I think yeah. it is it, up there. It's gotta like, be. I respect that. Like, like here in America, like sometimes people, and and especially internationally, people don't get how hot it is. Yeah. You're like, right. They have no idea how hard it is. First of all, to make the tournament, right? Yeah. Out of the yeah. uh, the other day, I was seeing there are 358 teams eligible for yeah. the NCAA. Team. That's right. So first of all, making it to the March Madness is already like a successful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But then winning two games and making it to the top 16, like yeah. that, I feel yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's up there. It has to be. Yeah. Up there. And then you think about all the practices. <laughs> yeah. And oh man, the tour days. Yeah. Like I feel you. All on that. the yeah. the lifts and like yeah. Rushing after class and going straight to practice yeah. and then study hall and then getting on the plane. Yeah. It just it makes it worth it. I know. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Are you scared of turbulence? 
Yes. Me too, man. Yes. <laughs> I, you. I used to. I when I was younger, like I like I said, like yeah. I I've been all over. Traveled everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And younger, never, never, never been scared. But yes, yeah. now that I that I'm. I grew up and yeah. me too. Like I just woke up one day and I was like, "Wait a minute! I'm in the air flying and yeah. it's and it's shaking." Yeah, yeah, and I'm the same. My hands get all sweaty as soon as the move the plane starts moving and like my teammates start making fun of me. Me too. Wow. No, I, when I play, yeah, yeah. I'm 53. Yeah. I hope that never happens to me. Yeah, I hope that I, never I'm, happens. I'm not to gonna me. say the joke I want to say, but man, they better quit laughing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they better quit laughing. <laughs> you already know where I'm going with that. Yeah, that's no doubt, no doubt. Uh, last thing before we let you go. Um, now, uh, I'm sorry, what's his name? Xander. Is Xander. You, Xander did a video or did a little story of you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of how did that end up happening? How did he end up putting that together? Yeah, hey, legend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, can, hey come, get some, come, come here, man. Come, come here, man. Let the camera guys so see long, How long was the video? Come here, bro. I watched it. It was like how, how seven long? minutes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was like here. seven minutes. So Xander put together this video of you. How did that all come about? So I think we were in study hall together uh, with our – like a- academic person Megan yeah and whatever he asked like another uh, of like our teammates he was like hey like I'm trying to do this this video for this class that mm-hmm. I gotta do and but he said no whatever so I was just sitting there I was, and he asked me he was like would you let me do it and I was yeah. like I mean sure like yeah. why why not like I'm, yeah. I'm just trying to help him out yeah but I didn't expect it to be what it what it actually was and right. it, it was just ended up being amazing how'd you get all the, the kid stuff did he get it from his parents or uh yeah just websites and his parents nice yeah I just I had it for I had to do it for class initially I asked Ryan Gockbrenner oh he said no <laughs> he said no he sure bailed, <laughs> he bailed on me yeah and so I asked Bello honestly that's how we got a lot closer because I didn't really like it was like towards the beginning of the season, yeah. sure. we weren't as close as we were. So yeah. I was just like, "Hey, can I do a documentary on you?" And then I found out all the stuff about him, and then wow. how he had like something was wrong with his heart or something. Yeah. I didn't even know Look that. Look at you, stuff yeah. like that. Because yeah. wow. he doesn't he doesn't boast about himself a lot, but he's yeah. been through yeah. a lot. It's kind of cool. Yeah, where can people find it? If um, looking for it. It's on my Instagram uh, at z dot shot dot it. Say it again. Z dot shot dot it. Okay. And you can find it there. Yeah, you can find it there. I the documentary, pinch. the life of yeah. Francisco Farabella. It's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Appreciate it, Xander. Yeah. Well, man, we appreciate you taking the time no. and coming yeah, in man. straight from good. practice. And, yeah, uh, for sure. And hey, obviously, good luck this weekend, man. It's yeah. Gonna be, it's going to be, I can't imagine how it's going to be rocking in Louisville. Yeah, yeah. Re- real quick. Yeah. Um, the heart problems. You know, I had heart problems too, right? Okay. Uh, I had three open heart surgeries. Wow. Mm. When I played at Creighton, I actually. Um, Passed out on a court against Nebraska oh. at Nebraska, and I end up um, having uh, ablation. I got a valve replacement. Okay, but uh, with you, man, what type of heart issues you got? So, um, got COVID. It was it was uh, during the COVID times. Yeah. back twenty twenty one. Yeah, dang, it's twenty twenty one. Yeah, um, whatever. I, I had COVID and, and I was super sick. It was probably the worst week of my life that how, of how I felt, mm. and then I mean thanks to the NCAA that they 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 made us do all these protocols to come back when right. after you test positive right, mm-hmm. and uh, whatever I did the the first studies and like my uh, athlete trainer at TCU he was like well like we gonna have to do some more because like there's something that is not right all right like I didn't even think sure that it was gonna be what it ended ended up doing so whatever I do more studies and same thing like. Well, there's something that is not right. Like we gotta keep digging. We gotta keep mm-hmm. digging. Uh, so basically, what happened? Like during COVID, like my heart got so tired of fighting the virus that the left ventricle decreased the functioning by mm. like twenty percent. Oh wow! Wow! So uh, 
I that was during my sophomore year at TCU, and like the cardiologist was like, it was after nine games too, nine games, and and he was like, you're you're done for the season, right. man. And it happened. Everything like the. The kid from Florida that was a K State. Oh yeah, K State now. We're like it was, out. it was like a yeah. week after that. Yeah, and like he was like, we don't want anything like that happening <sighs> right. to you. So yeah, and I, I mean it, it was rough because I had to sit out the rest of the season. But yeah. what was the procedure? Was it a, like an ablation? Like I like I just had to like rest. It, I was yes, I was on medication and just right. rest. Said rest. So deconditioning yeah. your heart. Yeah, yeah right. No, I know yeah. all about the heart, man. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah like. Man. Man, but yeah, I, I'm not to try to end on a bad note. No, 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 no. no. he's hey, healthy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's feeling it's good. Part of yeah. the journey. I, I yeah. just yeah. personally asked because yeah. that ended my career at Creighton yeah. was my heart issue. So yeah, I mean, like, okay, the cardiologist he said like you're done for the season, but I mean it's on you. And I said, listen, I want to have a long career, so yeah, yeah, I'm going to chill. Makes sense. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. respect, bro. Oh, man, we appreciate Congrats, it, man. man. Thanks very much, yeah, and, uh, and good luck, Xander. Bench mob, man. We need a bench mob to contribute. Come on, big man. Bench mob. That's the key to the win. Hey, what? Yeah, it's the you, bench mob. Bench mob. Twenty you, more minutes. Three points. You want me to keep naming the, all y'all the, on the, the bench? bench mob? Y'all man. gotta come in the game and ball if y'all want to win. Okay. That's right. Yeah, bench represent mob, the bench man. mob, man. We, we will, we'll try. All right, yeah. <laughs> we gotta give it all. Trust me, <laughs> Francisco Farabello. We appreciate it, man. Oh, good. All right, thanks to Francisco Farabello for joining appreciate us and, and chatting up. And uh, now you go on to Princeton. We've mentioned you know a couple times. Fifteen seed. Um, so this is a good team that won. Yeah. You know, the Ivy League, a um, couple big wins in, in their tournament, win that. Um, but like I mentioned, they hadn't played. It was hard to say. I don't think anybody except for me, friends and family, right. could honestly say they thought they'd beat Arizona. Oh, 100%. Because a lot of times you can go back and you can look and say, okay, who'd they play? Right. This kind of gives us an idea. So that the best teams they played all year in their non-conference, they played Drexel, yep. 198th in Ken Palm. <clears throat> they played Army, 249th in Ken Palm, mm. and Marist, 276. I mentioned before Francisco's interview, Iona was the best team they played, and they were 78th. Man. And they lost by six. They led by right. two at halftime. But you're talking about a team that just didn't have the resume right. to make you think, well, they'll, they'll put, you know, have a chance to go on a run yeah, and hold a team like Arizona with all that talent I was, to the 50s. I was shocked, man. Oh, well, I'll tell you, I bet I that shocked. game. I bet that game. Hello, Fandle. I bet that game. And that was a game where I said, out of all of the 15 seeds, I thought they had the best chance right. of covering the big number. Man. I really did. Yeah. Because Princeton didn't have the resume to yeah. make you think that they could win the game or even keep it close. But they did. I mean, it was backdoor cuts. Over and over. It was like, it's like, man, Arizona, you that undisciplined? Every time Arizona got it to like six or seven, right. boom, boom, it was two. Yes. And then they're like, well, let me get a couple. They'll get a couple threes or they'll get a shot in. And then boom, it was back to two again. Right. And then once they got the lead, Princeton got the lead, you're like, yeah. they look more confident yeah. than Arizona did. It's kind of like... Um, it's, it's kind of like a catch-22. Playing against a team like Princeton is one mm-hmm. of those things where if you try to defend their action, yeah. you can easily get caught up. Oh, yeah. Because they're not going to do nothing but keep grinding until they get what they want. Yeah. They're so disciplined. You can't overplay them. Right. Because they're constantly trying to back Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you can't but if you could stay there, it's almost like stay disciplined mm-hmm. against their style, score lower points and try to beat them. Mm-hmm. Or try to just fly around, play your game. You got to get them out of it. Yeah, you got to get them out you of know? their style. You got to get them out of their style. And, like, if, and if Creighton plays like they've been playing, yeah. they will. They will get them out of the style. And I'm looking at like as I'm sitting here looking on my phone at yeah. uh, like you know their leaders in points: 14, 12, 10, 8, 8, 5. Yeah. It's kind of like these buckets don't look like nothing more than 
points scored inside of a facilitated offense. Yeah, sure. Like, I mean, they're very disciplined, man. Um, Their leading scorer is Tosan Iwama. Right. And he is a good athlete. He's back-to-back Ivy League player of the year. You mentioned 14.8 a game. Yeah. But here's the crazy part about it. But he don't shoot it well. But look at his assists. I know. Four, five assists, basically. He's five assists a game. He led the Ivy League. Right. At kind of a power forward position. Yeah. In assists. Man. So that shows you what he does. Yeah, it's it's like. He's a facilitator. It's like, you know how they say styles make fights? Mm -hmm. Systems make players. Yeah. I think that, like, a great example is my brother Doug McDermott. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even think it's about playing for his dad. I think it was more so about the system that he had allowed him to bring the best out of who he uh, was when he played in college, sure. and he perfected that. And I mm-hmm. think that's exactly what this brother did yeah, right here. He is doing things assist-wise that right. you just don't see from that position. Exactly. Um, unless you're talking – like Wilt Chamberlain as a center decided he, one year he was going to lead the league in assists, and he did right. because he just kept distributing. This is what this kid does. Um, right. But he, like, he hit 15 versus Arizona to yep. lead him, but yep. only nine versus Missouri. Yep. They beat up on Missouri, yep. kicked their ass, yeah. and their best player had nine points. Factually. And, yeah. and, and everybody else, it looks like – it obviously looks like the offense runs through him yep it's it's crazy how like a team like princeton win and you got to go do all your homework gotta go do research i haven't even did enough research (laughs) ryan langborn is uh borg excuse me is their second leading score uh uh, at 12.3 and then matt alacoco is uh 10.8 points i'm sure i mispronounced both those names right but they average 75 points a game yeah 45 percent shooting from the floor just under 34 percent from three Pretty good free throw shooters, seventy one point four. Yeah, um, and they out rebound the teams they play. You got you can't fall in love with uh, how many points a team scores because uh, no, no. Who who averaged eighty eight points? I forgot one of these teams averaged eighty eight points coming into the tournament, and that's why I picked them because I thought they would run somebody off. Houston. It uh, it might have been Houston. I don't remember. Houston scores a ton. I'm gonna double back. Yeah, ne- yeah, next yeah. time we on, I'm gonna have that. They 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 score a ton. But I say that to say it's it's all about like. Styles making fights. Mm-hmm. Them, the points really don't matter. Like, Princeton is really a bad matchup for people. Oh, yeah. There's just no not, doubt. I just don't think there'll be enough. Well, you know, and I grew up a Syracuse fan. Yeah. And, you know, I always talked about the fact that you, you'll play all year. Yeah. And you may see one team play 2-3 yeah. zone against you. Right. You get in a tournament. Now, this is nice because you get this long time to be able to prepare for this team. They don't play till Friday, 8 o'clock. Right. So they'll be ready to go. But like with Syracuse, teams right. wouldn't be able to adjust because yeah. they hadn't played it all year. Exactly. You don't see teams. This is from Rob Anderson, stat master Rob Anderson. Yeah. Creighton is 1-0 against Princeton all time. Well. <laughs> December 29th, 1961. Yeah. They beat Princeton 63-54. It was the second largest at the time crowd home crowd at Creighton ever had it was 6,117 wow Paul Silas led Creighton in scoring with 17 points and 18 rebounds dang still one of the greatest rebounders in college basketball history but filed out with 937 left wow early on Ed Hubbard had 16 and 9 for Creighton yeah and then Princeton had 21 points from Al Cameralaren who ended up becoming like a, a senator or something like that yeah you would expect that coming from Princeton but uh we mentioned common opponent Creighton uh, lost to Arizona in a great game, one of the best games all season, 81-79. Yep. Oh, it was fun. And then Princeton beat Arizona 59-55. San Diego State, Alabama, winner of Pr- Creighton, and Princeton gets that team. If Creighton is sitting there yep. on Sunday. Who do they want to play? The, or I mean, obviously. Well, like, yeah, I, I mean, I, if, you can, if San Diego State can upset Alabama, you got to be pretty happy about that. That's only on. a, It's a seven-and-a-half-point line. Yeah. And, Cre- and, and San Diego State, the Aztecs all year long have been kind of struggling with their offense. Yeah. Right? Can I, Pretty good defensive yeah. team. 
they figured it out the first two games. Yeah. They surprised me. I my prediction about that game is okay. this. Mm-hmm. I just think that Alabama's best player is so young that okay. I think with the stakes that high, mm-hmm. I think that a rope. Shout out to Omaha. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I just think he had a great that, that I think the experience of San Diego State mm. is going to keep it close. Yeah. And pull off the upset. That's possible. You know, the, the first game uh, Alabama played in yep. the tournament, I don't think Brandon Miller scored. Yes. So, you know, he was kind of banged up. They kept him on the bench. Yep. Um, obviously, they have the issues with what yep. happened with him off the off the court. But they're just so talented, though. I'm they're telling you. They're a really they talented are. team. It's almost like it's a bunch of, like, like lottery pick guys That's what it looks that like. are gelling. That's what it looks like. But you know yeah. who, to me, is kind of like – the team to watch, the hmm. team to us. I'm not talking about Creighton. Yeah, Tennessee looked like they got a G League team. Tennessee has a G so League. So Tennessee team. in the first game, <laughs> they got a G League. They don't play well, and they <laughs> squeeze by and get the win. Yeah. Then they turn around and beat a team in Duke who was inconsistent all year long, right. and now everybody's like, now they on Tennessee. I don't know if they've proven enough. Me, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, just, I watched the first game. I thought they were going to lose. Can we see a a, a, a Creighton Tennessee national championship? National game? championship going to be crazy. Special <laughs> thanks, special <laughs> thanks to Pat Safford, of course, from Hurt at. Thank you, uh, Pat. Phil McLean, always booking. My guy, uh, Francisco Ferrabello, joining us as thanks well. Thanks for praying now, for me, bro. You guys are going to you going to you going to Louisville, right? Uh, no, nah, I got work to do. You got work to do. Okay, well, I'm 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 going to chime in. We going we're going to try to have some social media stuff chat, for the show. Yeah. I'm not going to go next week. We might be doing a Final Four pre. Preview show I, next week. It's yeah, certainly a possibility. It could certainly happen. I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah. We also want to thank Ryan Man. Miller as well for for helping us out with everything as well. Hopefully, we'll be back next week, as I mentioned, with the final. If nothing else, we're wrapping the season up. Yeah, is what we'll be doing as always. Always reminder: Omaha Steaks a great gift and a great gift card to give people as well. Josh, take us away. It's Josh Jones on behalf of my man Michael Severe. You know how we do it. It's a Let It Fly show. <laughs>